0: I'm Annie Fox of Family Confidential Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Lori Light, founder of Stress Free Kids. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today how you and your kids can stress less this school year. Hi, Lori. Welcome to Family Confidential. Hi, Annie. It's nice to see you. I know you and I have connected on Twitter over the years and I think we've spoken on the phone at least twice, but uh, it's really nice to see your smiling face. So thanks for being here. Um, what we want to talk about today is back to school stress specifically, how to avoid it and what parents can do so that they're not actually contributing to their kids' stress right. at home or on the way to and from school, but mm-hmm. helping to reduce it. So I'm wondering if you've got, if you've got some tips for us starting off for parents?
1: Yes. Uh, one of the first things that parents can do is be aware that stress does exist. Uh, not too many years ago, we didn't, we didn't think that children were affected by stress. So that is something that's new um, in our society and our culture. And just bringing awareness to the subject um, puts a pa- parents in a position of much more power.
0: That's interesting. Um, So it's not like, oh, you're a kid. You've got nothing to worry about. You know, these are the happiest days of your life. And there's the kid in the backseat going, I don't feel so happy. Is there something wrong with me? But you're saying there's children are stressed. (laughs) Children, children are stressed. Children get stressed and uh, parents should have some understanding and awareness of that. That's a good first tip. Good. What else do you have to say?
1: And then, uh, for parents, the first thing they should do is check their own stress and anxiety levels. Mm. Um, children <laughs> are very aware of when their parents are stressed out. In fact, they, uh, there are surveys that say that children not only are aware of it, but it makes them feel sad. So children okay. are sad when they know that their parents are stressed. So when it comes to school, a lot of parents have their own stress and anxiety wrapped around going back to school or being in school. It could be some of their old baggage, some of their old experiences. It can be their own fears. Um, something I've seen a lot is a lot of uh, negative talk and worry about what teacher is my child going to get this year? Oh, yeah. And I've, parents te- talking to each other about it in front of the children. And, you know, here's a child that has no anticipation about the teacher they will get in a negative light. And then they're hearing all this from the parents and it causes them unnecessary worry. So parents should be conscious of that.
0: Be conscious of the fact that kids do get stressed. And tip number two, be really aware of The kinds of things you talk about within earshot of your child, because, you know, you and your friends may somehow get some enjoyment or bonding from talking about, oh, last year's teacher was terrible. I hope they don't get that one again. The kids are listening. And and that transmits stress to them. Good point. And I did learn
1: this at the bus stop because oddly <laughs> enough, there's so much chatting going on at the bus stop. And what I started to see is that a teacher that was perhaps uh, my neighbor's worst experience was my child's favorite teacher. Oh. So you you really cannot predict and you need to leave space for children to create their own relationships with teachers and create the best experience that they can. And if you leave that negativity and worry out of the picture, the children have more space to do that and have a beautiful experience. You know, I was just thinking also that
0: when you're on the phone with with a friend, And talking about this kind of stuff, you're probably even less aware that your child is is present and hearing it in the car, um, you know, wherever you might be chatting on the phone, and and yet it's the same rule applies, right?
1: Yes, and same thing with assignments. If 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 a child brings home a homework assignment. Uh the, the parents should restrain from making negative comments and be more supportive, maybe if it's overwhelming, break it down for the child, uh create brain breaks so that they can um reward themselves and get a little break in between making small accomplishments. You know, be a positive um participant in the mm-hmm. child's studies and homework instead of adding stress and negativity. To the experience.
0: So important because, you know, parents, as as kids get older, parents um, bemoan the fact that they seem to have less influence on their children. And I always say, you always are a primary influencer of your children. Make sure that the influence you have on them is a positive one. Let's talk a little bit um, about the stress kids have around the social aspects of school. Um, I know that parents can often get really plugged into that
1: stuff too. Right. And if you do have a child that you know struggles socially, you can do things to help your child. You can, A, send them for social skills classes. Uh, That can be very helpful. You can be role play with your child. Uh, You can see where their weaknesses are and where their strengths are and take some steps to work on that. Um, Some children need to be taught to laugh at things. Um, some children take everything so seriously and it makes them an easy target for bullies, uh, which of course increases stress again. So even role-playing um, I would. I had experiences where I would role play with my child. Um, oh, those shoes! Those new shoes are awful. Where'd you get that disgusting colored shoe?
0: Oh, so and, you, were t- you were taking the role of uh, a kid who was not so nice, and yes. and having your kid
1: practice um, yes. how to
0: respond. Yeah,
1: that's and that's have them great. practice with a, with a response to that, or just what did, what did your child? It?
0: What did your child do in that situation? where You're saying, oh, those shoes. Those are not so nice. What, what, what did your kid do
1: that was that was actually a real situation so we practiced some some simple comics just laughing and saying i agree you know or <laughs> my mom picked him out oh um, my mom <laughs> you know i mean anything that that diffuses instead of crumbling feeling sad for yourself feeling picked on or, or even crying just coming back and letting things roll off be more resilient teaching some more resilience is so important. I
0: I love this idea of role-playing and I don't know that a lot of parents actually do it, but it's, you know, to demystify the term role-playing, it's really a practice session that, that allows you to pretend and, and um, kind of mock up, set up a situation where your child is likely to, um, encounter at, in the classroom, on the playground, at the bus stop, et cetera. And, and then you give them lots of opportunities to really play around with it and come up with different kinds of responses. You know, I'm also thinking about the idea of role-playing. If a child has some anxiety, for example, about presenting in front of the class, maybe there's a project coming up and they have to read something out loud um, to give them an opportunity to um, talk about those feelings of... Ooh! in the pit of their stomach, which makes them maybe their throat tighten up and, and feel kind of tongue tied and to give them um, some tools, for example, in the moment for them to relax in, in class. Can Can you give our listeners and viewers some ideas as parents, how they can maybe coach their child in those kinds of situations?
1: Absolutely. And that's a perfect, uh, situation for children to use tools that as a parent, you can teach them during the day and integrate into their daily living, like breathing, deep breathing. Um, so many professional speakers and athletes, um, and actors, they, they all do deep breathing before they go on and perform, which public speaking, even in front of the classroom is. Somewhat of a performance. Um, and what so do you mean exactly by deep breathing? How does that work? Well, deep breathing is where you first of all bring fo- you bring your focus into the breathing. So, uh, breathing awareness, breathing focus. But it's taking a deep breath in, breath in, and trying to use your diaphragm so that it's a deeper breath instead of a chest breathing, which is a shallow breath. So you can put your hand on your chest. And do your normal breathing. And you'll okay, feel do, your I'll chest. Okay, do it
0: with me. I'll, I'll do it now. Go ahead. Put my hand on my chest. So breathe
1: in. And now you'll I- likely feel your, your chest lifting. Mm-hmm. And that's how we normally breathe. But a relaxation breath is when you put your hand on your belly and you breathe in using your diaphragm so that you feel your belly gently lift with the breath. So let's give that a try. Uh, okay. Breathe in. And, ah. Uh, and I like to make an ah sound. Uh, kids love making an ah sound. That is a great way to release stress. But, of course, you can also do it without the ah sound. So let's try it once silently. Breathe in. It feels so nice. I mean, I, I t- we just took two breaths, and I can feel myself slowing down just in this conversation. So taking deep breaths is a beautiful thing that you can expose your children to at home and they can use it when they are out of the home as well. And again, it's like a muscle. So it's something you want to practice before the storm. Get your child used to developing that muscle and that tool of deep breathing so that they can use it when you're not around and they can apply it before they are in stressful situations.
0: This is a perfect example of how you can model what you teach, because I can sure imagine there are plenty of moments during the day when parents, especially during this busy back-to-school time, but really any time, when parents are feeling stressed, and if they remember to do this focused, centering breathing, then um, it's for them. And their parents, their kids are going to notice when the anxiety level in the room goes down, mom's not yelling quite so much and she kind right. of calms down and they might get really curious about it. It's like, wow,
1: what are you doing, mom? And that's a perfect teachable moment. And right, actually for a mother you can announce that you're, that you're going to focus on your breathing. You can say, mommy is feeling really stressed out right now, and I'm going to sit down and just do my breathing. And then the children observe that you can ask them to join you, sit next to you. Young children, climb up on your lap. You can do this with babies on, on your chest. Um, it's a great way to just make it a normal part of, of how you manage stress, a healthy, healthy, way to manage stress yes and children will follow along you'd be surprised at how how quickly a child will copy what they're seeing they see and feel that it feels good they internalize that and they want to do it again children like to do things that feel good this
0: is great. And I can also imagine the ripple effect where they're teaching their friends. Kids are teaching their friends on the playground Absolutely. to calm down and take a deep breath. It's wonderful. It is. All- and
1: then they turn around and they remind their parents, uh, I think you need to take some deep breaths or um, do your angry octopus breathing. And I've, I've heard oh, what, comments what is, like that. What is that one? Over. That sounds well, that's great. One of my stories is called Angry Octopus, and it incorporates... Um, breathing into the story and progressive muscle relaxation and children learn to use these techniques. And I hear over and over again that they turn around to their parents when they're getting angry and tell them, I think you need to do your angry octopus breathing. (laughs) Well, if that doesn't instantly diffuse
0: the stress, just I would just laugh if my kids said that and and realize, oh yeah, I am maybe over the top here. (laughs) That's great. Um, We only have a minute left, Lori, but before we go, I'd love for you to um, tell our listeners and viewers where they can find out more about your work.
1: Stressfreekids.com is the best place to find out about my work. Um, I do have a line of books and CDs that are geared directly towards parents, children, and also teenagers. Oh, uh, nice. So that's the best place. I try to do lots of tips and blog articles. And of course, you know, I love Twitter, <laughs> yeah. at Stress-Free Kids on Twitter. And I love putting uh, realistic, practical tips that parents can apply right away. I'm a no-nonsense kind of girl. I like to see people put things into action right away and start reaping the benefits of relaxation
0: i'm with you there and we all need the benefits of these um you know it's not one of these things well okay i i've learned to do you know this specialized skill and maybe once a year i'd pull it out <laughs> this is one of these things you're going to use all the time and, and, and for the betterment of you and your family great yes. thanks yeah. so much for your time today Lori. it's been a pleasure talking to you oh
1: thank you annie it was lovely meeting you
0: This is Annie Foxer, Family Confidential. To learn more about my work with tweens, teens, and parents, visit AnnieFox.com. And check out my brand new book for girls ages 8 to 12, the girls' Q&A book on friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And tune in next week when my guest will be Dr. Amy Alomar. Dr. Alomar is a researcher, teacher, school reform expert, and the author of the new book, Parenting for the Genius. Until next time... Happy parenting.